0: I swear to fulfill to the best of my ability and judgment this covenant. I will respect the hard-won scientific gains of those physicians in whose steps I walk and gladly share such knowledge as is mine with those who are to follow. I will apply, for the benefit of the sick, all measures that are required, avoiding those twin traps of overtreatment and therapeutic nihilism. I will remember that there is art to medicine as well as science, and that warmth, sympathy, and understanding may outweigh the surgeon's knife or the chemist's drug. I will not be ashamed to say I know not, nor will I fail to call in my colleagues when the skills of another are needed for a patient's recovery. I will respect the privacy of my patients, for their problems are not disclosed to me that the world may know. Most especially must I tread with care in matters of life and death. If it is given me to save a life, all thanks. But it may also be within my power to take a life. This awesome responsibility must be faced with great humbleness and awareness of my own frailty. Above all, I must not play at God. I will remember that I do not treat a fever chart, a cancerous growth, but a sick human being whose illness may affect the person's family and economic stability. My responsibility includes these related problems, if I am to care adequately for the sick, I will prevent disease whenever I can for prevention is preferable to cure. I will remember that I remain a member of society with special obligations to all my fellow human beings, those sound of mind and body as well as the infirm. If I do not violate this oath, may I enjoy life and art respected while I live and remembered with affection thereafter may I always act so as to preserve the finest traditions of my calling, and may I long experience the joy of healing those who seek my help. This is The pre Year, session number 300. Hello and welcome to the three-time Academy Award-nominated podcast, The Premed Years, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray. And in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. I'm excited for this episode because not only is it 300, which is amazing to get to 300, but the hashtag Bring Back campaign has worked. And Allison is back in the studio with me.
1: Guess who's back? No. Back again. (laughs) No.
0: No. No. Stop that. I might cut that out, but I'm going to leave it just for you. Hi,
1: everybody. Hello, hello. I'm back. (laughs)
0: For the probably 90% of people listening to this who don't know who you are, (laughs) because you, you aren't on a lot anymore.
1: That hurts, Ryan. I think people still know who I am.
0: I think a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't.
1: Well, I'm sorry.
0: So give me a, a brief one-minute snippet of who you are in this world.
1: Wow. That's like, okay, here we go. Um, me, Alison Gray, MD, neurologist, wife, mother, mother to two children. We just had a baby. Yes, we did. Uh, well, what else do you want to know? I, I reside in Colorado. I love what I do. I'm currently very sleep-deprived. I love this community. I love Ryan's podcast. And the pre-med years is the original one. Brings brings... Uh, It's amazing to think about how far this entire thing has all come. I mean, my gosh. I remember when we first started, when maybe other people who, maybe people heard my my original voice on episode seven, which sounded really anxious. I sound like a different person now. Don't go back and listen to that one.
0: (laughs) So I'm excited that we're announcing a new project today. Something that we birthed uh, a couple weeks ago. It hasn't been that long since... You came home, and I was like, Allison, I have this idea. Here's what the name is going to be. Here's what it's going to be all about. And originally, it was funny. I, I thought about it specifically just for physicians, and we'll we'll talk about why that is. But then it quickly spread to, no, it, it needs to be for pre-meds, med students, and residents as well. So you talked about you love what you do. I do. You Right? You just said, I love what I do. But that's not always the case.
1: <laughs> well... I love what I do and it's really hard. And so there are good days and bad days and awful days and awesome days and everything in between.
0: Burnout is something that is prevalent in the physician community.
1: Highly prevalent. 40, 42% of physicians in the 2018 Medscape report are, uh, said that they were burned out.
0: Something we've talked about before. You've, you've come on to talk about your burnout history.
1: Sure, I've experienced that. So on a personal level, it matters greatly to me. And I also work in... The field in medicine, which is number two on the list of fields most likely to experience burnout, first is critical care and second is neurology.
0: What do you think is the worst thing? When when you're in the middle of burnout as a physician, what's the worst thing for you as a, as a physician, as a community of physicians, what do you think is bad?
1: I would say that burnout affects people differently. And this has been well studied. There are a lot of actually great... Um, teams of people researching burnout now because it's such an important and prevalent problem for the physician community and for residents and medical students. And for me, burnout affects my so many things. Uh, My emotional well-being, my feeling about my self-worth, my ability to care for myself, and As we say, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of other people well. And all too often as physicians, we are sacrificing our own well-being so that we can take care of other people. But in burnout, part of the problem is that many people start feeling detached, dissociated, resigned, separated in some way from the job that they were trained to do. Isolated. Yes, and incredibly isolated because there's, even though if you think about 42%, that's a staggering number of people, but burnout isn't something you experience with other people. You experience it by yourself because in medicine for as long as medicine has been around probably, but but certainly in recent decades, the teaching is that if you're strong enough to do it, then you're strong enough to do it. And if you can't handle it, then you shouldn't do it. And so what that equates to is if you're having emotional difficulty, if you're struggling with feeling exhausted, if you're experiencing the the human side of how difficult it is to be a physician, and you talk about it or you complain about it or you let that affect your ability to work, then that's considered weak and that's not acceptable in medicine. So um, it's, sub, it's a subconscious thing and also something that is very directly taught um, in a lot of places as well that you have to bury that stuff way, way down deep inside of you and deal with it not in the hospital, not in the clinic, someplace else. And if you can't handle it, then there's got to be something wrong with you, which is all a bunch of Hullabaloo.
0: <laughs> Hooey balui.
1: <laughs> but that's what, unfortunately, what we're taught. And what I would argue is that it is it is absolutely not we, the people who are practicing medicine who are at fault here. We are human beings. What the problem is, is that we are surrounded by unbelievable pressures and so many different obligations and Things that detract, that take away from the ability uh, for us to practice medicine, things like clicking boxes in an electronic medical record, filling out prior authorizations, things that are not about practicing medicine, but are about really uh, fulfilling guidelines and things which have nothing to do with with looking at a patient and
0: giving clicking the boxes in the EMR.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just as one example. And and the, the numbers of pressures on physicians, the numbers of things that people are being asked to do these days just gets bigger and bigger. The list gets longer and longer and longer. And I'm sorry, but 10 minutes of meditating in your office ain't going to fix it. So med- I have all the respect in the world for meditation, but you're, you're talking about a, a cataclysmically sized problem and trying to tell a person, a human being who is who is working there through their blood, sweat, and tears, that doing 10 minutes of meditation a day is is somehow going to fix that problem. It's just not so.
0: And we're focusing right now, everything Allison was just talking about was from the physician side and and resident side as well. But pre-meds experience the same things, trying to live up to this standard that they think they have to live up to of being a 4.0 student, 528 on the MCAT, and and getting in all the extracurriculars and shadowing and clinical experience, et cetera, to try to get into the best medical school so they can go to the best residency so they can be the best doctor.
1: Absolutely. And
0: med students as well, as they're going through medical school, trying to do well on the board so they can match, et cetera. So burnout is, is prevalent at every stage of the game. And unfortunately, suicide rates are high among med students and physicians. And, we can't fix the systemic issues. We can talk about them. We can point them out so that as you're going through this process, hopefully you get put into a position of power where you can make some of these differences, maybe not on a, on a national scale, but maybe at a local scale, specifically for your hospital. But we can change the discussion around burnout, uh, specifically between you guys. And that's where our next project we're excited to announce.
1: Are you a physician and feeling exhausted, down, or burned out? Have you had a terrible day and just need to vent and get something off your chest? Maybe you're a resident working 80 plus hours a week in the hospital and watching your patients suffer without any dedicated space or time to talk about it. Or are you a medical student feeling the toll of studying all night after working in the hospital all day, and you are wondering if life will look any better when you are an MD or a DO? Maybe you're a pre-med student with a dream of becoming a physician, but you're feeling discouraged by a bad grade or a rejection letter and wondering if you'll ever get there. Wouldn't it be wonderful if there were an anonymous safe place where you could speak your mind and have your voice heard? In this time of extraordinary demands on physicians, with 42% of physicians feeling burned out in the latest 2018 Medscape report, we need a place to be heard. All over the United States, medical centers and medical schools are trying to find ways to help physicians with burnout. Wellness groups and conferences and employee assistance programs have formed. Some residency programs have created programs to help their residents process the grief and other emotions that arise in medical training. There are islands of awareness popping up to try and heal and support our exhausted physician workforce and help prevent them from self-destructing and from leaving medicine altogether. But we cannot do this alone in silos. We need support and a way to feel connected to all those around us, those who are feeling the way we do but never discuss it openly for fear of looking weak. As attending physicians, we are often told to meditate, exercise, and do whatever we can to, quote, fix, end quote, our burnout. But I would argue that we are not the problem. No, the systems around us create untenable demands that inevitably lead to burnout. EMRs and endless boxes to check, notes to write, prior authorizations, loss of autonomy, fear of litigation, and loss of reimbursement for doing the incredibly hard work this profession demands every day. As residents and medical students, we are told to bury our feelings deep down and just get the work done. And yet we lose a part of ourselves when we don't acknowledge the deaths, the fear, the enormous responsibility of telling a family member that their loved one is gone no matter how hard we tried to save them. I don't know how to fix it all, but I do know that talking about it helps. Welcome to Med Diaries. When you're having a down moment, call 1-833-MY-DIARY. That's 1-833-M-Y-D-I-A-R-Y. And leave an anonymous voicemail. Speak your mind. Drop your guard. Say whatever needs to be said. You will be heard by others feeling the weight of burnout too. This is a place to be heard. Join the
0: movement. So Med Diaries.
1: Yes, Med Diaries. I'm super excited. I think it's going to be awesome. I think Ryan. Here's the thing. I think that all over the country, people recognize there's a problem with burnout. People recognize that physicians and people all through every stage of training need a place, a place and, and people to talk to and with about about how hard this whole process is, this journey is, um, and the journey never stops right until you die, <laughs> if you're a physician. Um, but the thing is that there are pockets all over the place and there isn't a, a sort of mainstream place or a place where people can go to just have their voices be heard. So if you live in Iowa, for example, maybe you have a few resources. Maybe you live in New York City and you have other resources. We, I think Ryan's idea is brilliant because it's creating a space where people at every stage of this journey, pre-med, medical student, resident, physician or attending physician, if you will, can go and anonymously talk about what's going on. What a fantastic resource. And not that again, the goal here is not to fix anything. We <laughs> Ryan and I are uh, smart enough to understand that we we are not going to fix it uh, even all of us together. But talking about it is a starting point and talking about it I think is a is something that that is really missing across the board. So I'm super excited for this. Super super excited.
0: So we are going to have four podcasts pre-med diaries, med student diaries, resident diaries, and physician diaries. And yes, we know residents are physicians, but attending diaries just didn't sound right. So we're we're sticking with physician diaries.
1: And it's just a different stage, right? It's mm-hmm. different pressures, different... Yeah. So it, we we felt that it was appropriate and, and a good thing to really separate those. Uh, not really just because it's a, just a different stage of the journey.
0: Yeah. And you're hosting...
1: I am hosting, so gone are the days of Ryan saying, oh, Allison's back, because I'll be on the podcast. Maybe I'll invite Ryan on sometimes, you guys. Maybe. What do you think about that?
0: <laughs> so you have a little bit more empathy than I do. So, <laughs> can I get that in writing? <laughs> yes, you can have that in writing. It's, it's, uh, it's on wax right now for everybody. Um, so you we're going to have an 800 number, 833-MY-DIARY. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a, a simple phone number that anybody can call. Whether you're driving home from your shift at work, you are walking home from a, a test that you just took in med school, as a pre-med, wherever you are in your stage or your journey, you call 833 My Diary. We wanted to remove as much friction as possible so that when you are happy, you just save somebody for the first time. When you are struggling, your boss yelled at you for the first time, or maybe for the last time, because you're getting ready to quit. <laughs> Uh we want you to call eight three three my diary. And you have thirty minutes to leave a voicemail.
1: Yes. And we want to make sure that you know, and you'll hear this when you call in, that while it's anonymous, we and, and you're welcome to, to say something about yourself, but we really do want to keep it um keep keep you protected and also keep whomever you are talking about protected. In other words, making everything HIPAA compliant. So um don't give us too many details but definitely right. definitely tell us all about what what you're what you're feeling. It's there's nothing right or wrong about what you could say. You can look at it as an open book. It's literally like you think about a diary when you were younger or maybe you still keep a journal or a diary and you open it up and you just write whatever is on your mind. There is something that's very healing about sharing your thoughts and I know for me I I <laughs> I should journal because It always feels good when I do, but I do it so rarely, and I tend to just be a talker, as Ryan knows. I can talk anybody's ear off. Well, you guys know that. (laughs) But for you all out there, I think uh, there's, there's real healing, there's real benefit in just speaking what's in your mind and getting it out of your mind and out into the world. And I think you'll be shocked and amazed at how much what you say can benefit other people, even if it's something really horrible that you wanna share, that you wanna talk about, that could have enormous benefit to another individual who is feeling mm-hmm. emotionally scarred or feeling really sad or alone and just knowing that other people out there are out there experiencing similar feelings. that That is very, very powerful.
0: And our hope is that this will be a two episode a week, depending on how many calls we get and everything, two episodes a week where we get your voicemail, listen to it, play it. Allison has some comments on it. And then we ask the audience to call in and leave feedback. One of the options when you call 833-MY-DIARY is that you can leave feedback on an episode. And if you're struggling with something, chances are very high that somebody else has struggled with that same thing previously. And so he or she may be able to call in and say, yeah, we went through that at our hospital or I went through that personally or my family just went through that or whatever it is. And here's what worked for us. Here's what we did. Here's maybe what you can try. And we're not trying to, to fix everybody, but we are all in this together as one big happy family. And when we start sharing our struggles, start sharing our successes, you'd be surprised at the impact that it can make on the, the whole. Absolutely. So 833 my diary. The website is meddiaries.com. The website is not up yet. So if you go to it, you'll just get a, a landing page where you can enter your email address to be notified when the website is up. Our designer, web developer, is working on that right now. But we wanted to get the word out about 833 My Diary to start collecting your journal entries, your diary entries, so that we can start putting together some episodes and start getting your stories out into the world so that collectively... We can support each other and we can heal, hopefully.
1: I love it. I'm really excited.
0: Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get our podcast for free every week on your iOS, Android, or any device that you are using. Next week, we have an amazing guest, BJ Miller. You don't want to miss that conversation.